how are you? Hello, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Ask the Garden Geek. My name is Michael Gross, and I am the chief geek in charge here. I'm here to talk about your botanical bodies. Yeah, that's what I'm here to do. Your botanical bodies. As we are all in lockdown. Well, I'm kind of in lockdown. I, I, was, I was gone today, man. I've been gone a lot this week. I've, I've actually had to go out and do some stuff. I, I was very worried. I, you know, I'm on this meat-only thing. Meat, cheese, and, you know, no potatoes, damn it. Uh, meat, cheese, eggs, you know, that sort of thing. And a protein drink. My protein drink, I was making them. Now I'm just drinking a bottle of Boost that has 20 grams of uh, protein and 27 vitamins and minerals. Yeah, 230 calories. Anyway, I have that, and I have one meal a day. And that one meal a day is either meat or it is um, eggs. And, you know, that, so I was, like, very paranoid about meat running out. Sometimes I'll go to Wendy's and get a triple cheeseburger without the bun and bring it home, and that's my meal. That's, that's the meal of the day. And I went to Wendy's, and I said, I want a triple cheeseburger. They said, we got some bad news for you. I said, what's that? She goes, we're out of cheeseburger. We're out of meat. I said, what? We got chicken. You know, we, got, we can do this, we can do that, but we're out of meat. We cannot serve the last, you know, we sold our last burger like about 25 minutes ago. I said, wow, I don't want anything else, but have a nice day. Off I went. So I came home, and on my Ninja Foodie Grill, I made myself two half-pound patties and threw some cheese on them, and that was that was dinner. And, you know, I'm good with that. I, that's all I need to eat in a day. I, I thought that would be impossible to do, but it's not. Your body adjusts. It, it is just wonderful. Anyway, today I got called up to Hudson, Florida, which is about 25 miles from where I live. And uh, it's, it's a long drive, and it's a weird place. And I, I got called up there to a relatively nice uh, community to go look at a magnolia tree that was in the process of dying, or so I was told. I knew what was wrong before I got there. I just knew what was wrong before I even got there. I got there and immediately knew that I was right about what, you know, but she has to pay me. I charge a bunch of money to go do these things. So I go up there and I'm trying to, I start to explain. She goes, nope, you got to hop in my car with me. I said, what? She goes, you got to hop in my car. I'm wearing my mask. She's not wearing a mask. I'm wearing my mask. And she goes, well, I, I said, I want to show, take you around the corner and I want to show you exactly how I want my magnolia trees to look. I said, okay, let's, you know. So I, I hop in her car. Not only is she not wearing a mask, she's smoking a cigarette, which is just irritating as hell. But anyway, I you know got through that. Figured we're not going far. We went we went into a gated community, and there was this house on a corner that had three magnolias, and uh, they two different well two varieties. Okay, one Japanese magnolia, and the other one was the southern, The other two were the southern magnolia. Uh, to tell you the truth, Japanese magnolia didn't look that good. One thing about Japanese magnolias, they tend to bloom, you know, first. They're like real big on their blooms, and their leaves are not as beautiful. The southern, on the other hand, the leaves are usually beautiful, and the blooms are good, but they're not, you know, as, as intense as the Japanese. So anyway, we're looking at the southern magnolias. And she, we get out, and we go up there. I thought that she had permission to be there. I honestly thought this woman had permission 
to be there. And by the way, the owner of these magnolias was doing everything correct, absolutely everything correct. And the lady that paid me to come up there uh, was doing everything absolutely incorrect, absolutely incorrect. So we should go into detail about that, which I will do after I tell you of the exciting adventure that happened next. I see what appears to be a cop car coming. As it turns out, it wasn't a cop car. It was like a private security car, and a private security guard gets out that guards this gated community. And he knows the woman's name, who I am there, because she has trespassed on this property many times. As it turns out, I'm like the third horticulturist that has that she has paid to go up and tell her the same damn thing I was telling her. And we're, and we're trespassing. And so I'm explaining to the security guard, you know, I did not know, and, and he's buying it. And then the lady who owns the house that we were trespassing on comes out, and I just walked over to talk to her, and I apologized to her. I said, listen, I said, you have beautiful magnolias. She doesn't have a beautiful magnolia. She wants a magnolia. Is beautiful. She goes, I know. I know all of that. She's bugged me now for years. I said, okay. She's brought all kinds of people over here to look at my magnolias, and it's irritating. I said, I'm sorry. Anyway, her and I actually became friends. We started talking, and, and you know, she asked me a couple of questions. I'm answering. I'm having a good time. Finally, weird lady and I get back in her car and leave and uh, instead of getting arrested, you know, because this, this security guard says, you know, I can call the police. I can have you arrested for trespassing. I'm going, oh, man. This is not going to be a sunshine day. So we leave, and I go back, and I try to explain to her what she's doing wrong, and she really didn't want to hear it. She absolutely didn't want to hear it. So instead, I told her what the other lady was doing right. She didn't want to hear it either. So she, she pays me. She gives me the money that she owes me. And, and the next thing you know, uh, I'm on my way out and off I go. So she is paid to learn what she's doing wrong or what the other lady's doing right and didn't want to hear it. So guess who gets it? You do. So how about that? What the lady with the Southern Magnolias in the gated community was doing right to make her Magnolias look absolutely beautiful was nothing. How's that sound? I, I mean, literally, she was doing nothing. And that's what you're supposed to do is nothing. You're supposed to plant the magnolia and let it go, and it'll pretty much take care of itself. And you're saying, but Michael, how does it do that? How, you know, let me tell you, she did not trim the bottom branches, which tons of people who have magnolias do because they want it to look like a tree. She left the bottom branches in place. This is vitally important. Why is that vitally important? For one thing, it shades out any growth underneath the magnolia. You have nothing but bare soil under the magnolia because there is no light. Okay, so you don't need to use any chemicals under there to kill stuff. It's just bare soil from the complete drip line of the tree back to the thing. So that's important thing number one. In the summertime, these things drop leaves like crazy. Okay, and this one was starting to drop leaves already, the ones that she had. Okay, so you don't rake those out of there. They just go down to the bottom, 
and they lay there. They're waxy weeds, or weed, waxy leaves. And slowly but surely, they start biodegrading into the soil. Another fancy word for that is they start rotting away. And once that happens, all kinds of biochemistry happens in the soil. Just magical stuff happens in the soil. And you don't have to fertilize these things. Uh, if you are going to fertilize them, I suggest using a fruit tree type fertilizer like a 468, something like that, with miners if you want to. But I don't suggest this lady didn't do it, and her magnolias were beautiful. They were just absolutely beautiful. Okay, so boom. So there's no grass going underneath there. The root structure of the magnolia, of any magnolia, has very fine feeder, hairy feeder roots that require a lot of minor elements. Those minor elements are created by the biodegrading of the leaves. It, you know, you'll get magnesium, you'll get, you know, uh, zinc, you'll get copper, you'll get boron that is naturally in the soil. It is enhanced by the mic, by the you know all the biological activity going on with those leaves melting. Now, on occasion, depending upon where you live in the country, but not the case here, you may when you plant your magnolia, but not any place where there's sandy soil. But you may want to add a, a little bit of Epsom salts in the mix when you're planting it, and then never do it again. Never mess with it again. Uh, some people will use the Epsom salts every year trying to get these things to bloom. They're going to bloom all by themselves. The reason magnolias bloom is because those fine, hairy feeder roots are very well developed, and they are very well developed because of the uh, phosphorus in the soil, thus creating the bloom. And that happens naturally. Just leave it alone. It will happen naturally, and everything will be great. All right, and I get questions. Do you? And the lady who had the nice magnolias asked me, should I rake all that stuff out of there? I said, no. I said, just let it do what it's been doing for years. She said, you're right. That's what I'm going to do. And it's all low to the ground, and it looks wonderful. What this other lady did is she cut off all of the bottom branches and let it grow tall, and she had grass growing underneath the magnolia tree, which was sucking up all of the minor elements so the magnolia tree not only was not going to bloom, but it wasn't going to get that deep, rich, loving color that you want in the leaves. And, and it becomes susceptible to things like leaf miners and all of that good type of stuff. Leave the tree alone and it will be fine. You've been listening to Ask the Garden Geek. I'm Michael Crose. 